Hello, listeners. Welcome to our podcast of Woman Nature, where we celebrate women and our stories through fashion, art, and culture. Today, hosting with us is our partner, Naza Hawaja, from Chicago, a creative city gal, mom of two curious minds, who enjoys reading, writing, and listening to your story. How are you today, Naza? Hello, lovelies. I am doing great. The sun is not shining However, (laughs) winter is wintering and it's only five degrees below freezing as opposed to the 50 degrees below freezing we had um, just a couple, just two weeks ago. Um, And the last season of Game of Thrones is only 2,000 hours away. (laughs) (laughs) For all of the fans that have been waiting for over a year, which was honestly... I thought it was unfair that we had to wait this long. That's all right. Um, uh, April's coming. So here we go. Ouch to the weather. <laughs> yes, you guys had it real nice, Mariana. Oh, you guys had it. it real nice. You told me you only had like one uh, snow shower. It wasn't even like a... Wow. I don't even think it was a shower. It was just like nothing <laughs> um, really I, and, but and still I, you know I'm from Chicago originally so I'm <laughs> waiting for that snowfall if not I'm just gonna go go visit you <laughs> yeah that sounds great we have enough we have enough for all of you New Yorkers yeah all right well today's podcast is a tribute to the mindful woman and with us to celebrate we have guest Zara Zanberg a proud Pakistani mom of two who's passionate about living life to the fullest unapologetically she enjoys a conscious lifestyle, clean beauty, and has been featured in various mainstream media outlets like Mary Claire, Yahoo Lifestyle, and Farfetch. She left her corporate job in 2016, and in 2014, she started her blog, Love Zara, as a creative outlet to share her outfit ideas, honest beauty reviews, travel advice, home decor projects, and the latest shopping discoveries. In addition, she uses her influence to affect positive change in the world, so now she also includes personal stories about her struggles in life with motherhood, faith, fitness, marriage. No topic is off limits. Thank you for joining us today, Zara. How are you? Hi, I am. Uh, I'm great. Now talking to you guys and hearing your energy, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the <laughs> good vibes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, and we're so happy to have you, and we're so excited. And now, listeners, first a little background on how I met Zara. And also why it's so exciting to have her. I believe it was around this time in 2015 during Fashion Week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember it was cold. Yeah, it was Um, very cold. Yeah. (laughs) We met inside the tent. And since then, for me, it has been very inspiring to get to know her online presence and see her embrace all areas of her life with such light and grace. And I think our listeners will also, by the end of this podcast episode, will share in on that light. It's interesting the way you describe it. Um, describing it like that, Mariana, light and grace is the perfect description. I had the pleasure of meeting Zara at your Muslim Women's Create event the following year. I remember that grace and the honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, Zara was completely honest and open. She shared with us her journey and inspirations, and she was so open about her struggles and the insecurities, which was surprising to me. I wasn't expecting. Zara, honestly, I was not expecting Um, you to open up um, in that way where you're just like hey let me tell you about the things that went wrong you know (laughs) Um, so uh, please share with our listeners Zara what characteristic as a person 
would you say has brought you to be where you are uh, right now in your life? Oh, well, first of all, thank you. Um, I think uh, I feel like hearing people's, you know, insecurities and failures is just so much more um, helpful mm-hmm. to people rather than just rattling mm-hmm. off accomplishments. Plus, I have so many failures and insecurities that it's easier for me to talk <laughs> about those. Um, but I think my best um, characteristic uh, that brought me to where I am is that I'm I'm just constantly trying to be like the best version of myself that like constantly working on myself, learning as much as I can and trying to evolve um, for the better. I'm also my own worst uh, critic, which which can be both a a good thing and a bad thing. (laughs) It can be a good thing and a bad thing. I think I'm we all are all too familiar with that inner critic that you're referring to plus I don't know about you but the tone of voice that my inner critic uses towards me is just it's very frightening sometimes just like all right I get it okay <laughs> I know she, she, she's fierce she really yes is. she is and oh fierce and demanding and, yeah and you gotta put um, her in check <laughs> yes we do we do we do have to keep that um that voice in check and sometimes we do let that inner critic speak too loud and too often. Um, so you're absolutely right with we need to keep a tight check on that voice. Uh, one way that I found useful to help me is to take the time to nurture oneself through just regular self sessions of care, reflection, focused activities, um, etc. Tell us, how do you nurture yourself? So um, I nurture myself, I think, uh, by making time to do the things that really that I love to do and just doing them guilt free because that's what really fuels my creativity. Mm -hmm. I love, I love spending time with my girlfriends. I feel like it's so important to surround yourself with other women who lift you up. Mm -hmm. Um, I love reading. I mean, I've always been a bookworm since my childhood and Mm -hmm. I also am like a hobby enthusiast. I, I swear there's not enough hours there's not enough years in a lifetime to, to like, in my mind, like learn new hobbies. Cause like, mm-hmm. I just am so interested in so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how you use that term guilt free. And this is the most important part of nurturing the self. In my opinion, I uh, recently had a convo with a good friend on this term and she mentioned um, she enjoyed a cup of coffee but then immediately stated that she could have been organizing her closet in the same time she drank her coffee Um, and I just had to remind her that her cup of coffee was just as important as the closet that needed organizing Mm -hmm. Uh, actually probably even more important so feel fulfilled and nourished in that way in order to engage um, with our own lives yes I I actually learned that from I feel like it's a very common thing for women to always feel guilty about doing anything for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I learned a big lesson from my husband who he prioritizes, like, for example, he loves to work out. He makes it a priority. Whereas I will be like, oh, I could work out, but I could, I really need to be doing laundry or doing this or that or whatever. But I see how he makes it like a priority and it's for his health. It's for his benefit. And Mm -hmm. that something clicked in my mind, like, Hey, I need to be doing the things Mm -hmm. for me too. Yes. And it's okay. I think telling ourselves it's okay. It's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I think um, sometimes we've just been pressured to think that we should be doing other things, whether it's um, 
uh, indirect pressure or direct pressure. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, we do find ourselves kind of like, hey, well, this is um, this is, uh, you know, we create like that hierarchy of uh, of tasks. And for some reason, the ones that don't have to do directly with us are kind of lower on that scale. Mm-hmm. And um, so just just to, uh, I, I loved how you said guilt free. Um, and honestly, Azar, I enjoy your posts and messages. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this, like, it's not <laughs> it's not me trying, you know, like, it's in all honesty. Um, I'm not too product savvy at all. So I love when you share with us details of a certain product. Like when you tell me you need vitamin C for your face, I'm going to take an orange <laughs> peel it and then I'm just going to put the peel on my face, right? Like that's the vitamin C. So I'm, I'm so, I'm so, uh, I'm so glad we have you. Um, you, you talk about benefits, you talk about purpose. Um, and I just love your style. I love the variation of your looks. You don't, you don't choose, um, you know, uh, you don't have just one style or one look. Um, I love the elemental as well as spatial inspiration. I love how um, when it's winter, you're out there, you're talking about your surroundings, you're linking it in with how you feel and then talking about what you're wearing. You know, I just love the way you connect everything um, around you with, uh, with, uh, with your style. So (laughs) thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. I get ideas too. I mean, I'm just like, Oh, you know like you just sit there and it's like hey I never knew you know I never thought to do that and so you're definitely helping me with style and um and uh, just trying to to have a more appealing um effect with the wardrobe you know so thank you (laughs) um uh, and we are all very eager to know what is your next conquest um well first of all thank you that's so that means so much to me because, you know, as a, I've been doing this for several years and, you know, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a thank, not a thankless, you know, job, but you, sometimes you're working mm-hmm. really hard and you don't realize mm-hmm. unless you're, you know, growing at a crazy pace and I'm still fairly small in mm-hmm. comparison to some other people. So it's really nice to hear somebody actually like, you know, saying that they appreciate or they like the work that I'm doing. So, so thank you. Of course. Um, but, you know, this year is, for me, I'm kind of at this point where I am um, really trying to work on myself. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of made a mental, uh, I made a decision this year that I'm, I'm really going to try to, like, work on myself and just go deep and try to figure out what mm. is, what motivates me, where do I want to end up, what do I want to be doing every day, you know. Uh, what my purpose is, you know, these big questions that like, mm-hmm. we all kind of ask, but I've never really like delved in, I've just kind of jumped into what I'm doing. And I've just been doing it, continuing it without really sitting down and asking myself, what do I enjoy about this? And what yes. do I want to continue to do? Um, so that's mm-hmm. where I'm kind of like, kind of taking a little bit of a step back from everything, like just I, I'm posting less often, I'm taking more time for or other other things but the other goal I want to do this year is I really am trying to break free from like some negative habits that I've formed throughout my life um mm-hmm. just I'm really taking a good look at myself and like trying to improve on those things that I maybe didn't really pay attention to before um mm-hmm. you know it's really hard being a Muslim woman of color in this day and age which you all mm-hmm. know <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we're just positive, you know. We're just 
we're just constantly getting like shit thrown at us uh, by the world. But at the same time, I know like I'm super blessed, you know, in the position that I'm in and I want to be continuing to be gracious about that. And I just want to improve myself to the point where I can be grateful, have enough of a perspective shift that I could just be really happy. You know, I just want to be like so happy that I can just annoy everybody around me. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious happy. Yes, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, not just like, contagious happy, Mariana. It's like happy where, yes, <laughs> it's that kind of happy. Oh, I love it. But I just don't want to care. Like, I want to be so happy that I don't even care that I'm, yeah. sometimes, you, sometimes you're just like internally so unhappy and you're like, why am I not yeah. happy when I should be more because I have so much. And I think it all comes from having that gratitude. Um, so I want to try to grow, grow that. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm, I, you know, I'm just constantly, as I said, I'm constantly evolving and I just want to continue to take risks and be more vulnerable and enter these spaces that I never thought I could really be a part of. Like, um, you know, the stand-up comedy thing. I, I, I've experienced that in person. <laughs> You're awesome, Zara. Thank you so much. It's literally like so much fun for me. But it was if you would have told me that I would try that, like mm. even like three years ago, I would mm. have like I would have looked at you like you were crazy. I wouldn't. Mm. I mean, I I had such a fear of of. Uh, I mean, I can talk to anybody in face to face. Like, give me a room. I'll talk to a person and I'm fine. But in, if I'm on a stage or I'm talking to a big group, I just completely blank. I'm scared and I just mm-hmm. nothing. So it's it was such a huge fear of mine. And the fact that I did it and got over that fear, it just makes me think, like, what else can I do? So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at now. I want to try a bunch of stuff, especially writing and yeah. comedy and maybe even acting. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Life is short. I want to do a ah. lot. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's that was that was very powerful. And that's very deep. And seriously, because when you say conquest, normally people are thinking like, okay, I have a goal, I'm going to attain something tangible, right? But you just yeah. went the whole other deeper level <laughs> direction. I'm mm-hmm. like, now that's a conquest. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Life is too short. So here's to making more good happen for ourselves. And <laughs> real. yes, yes. Um, so by the way, listeners, if you visit Zara's Instagram, you can find a few clips of her comedy acts. Her handle is <laughs> Zara, Zara at Zara, Z-H-R-A underscore Zandberg, S-A-N-D-B-E-R-G. We also have, or will have a special feature post if, if it's not up yet on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So you can find her there too. And let's talk fashion. <laughs> my favorite topic. Let's do it. Um, the cream to my tacos. <laughs> Seriously. Um, how did you find your personal styles, Aaron? Um, through lots and lots of trial and error. <laughs> um, I realized that in life, that's the only way I learn anything is mm. by just doing it yes. and just failing miserably. <laughs> and then figuring it out thank you for saying that yes (laughs) um I definitely agree with you on the trial and error I think that that's something that we don't easily admit and again like like uh Naza said earlier it's just your transparency and the way you are so clean about things and be open 
um, that is just beautiful. And I love that to myself. And that's, I think that's one of, one of the things that also inspired me in terms of like, just not getting to know you, but really like trying to find who you are through the medium of online presence, which is still a little bit limited, but you can, if you, if you try, but I've learned that. <laughs> so, um, so yes, I'm with you on that. How would you say your style has evolved throughout the years? Um, so I, I would say in the beginning, I used to be way more trend focused. Um, and also admittedly sort of a blind label whore. <laughs> but, Can you, you're going to have to elaborate okay, on that. I so have no idea. <laughs> it basically was like, I mean, okay. I would buy stuff that wasn't even cute. It didn't even okay. like look good okay. on me, but it okay, was just gotcha. designer. So I was like, Oh, let me buy this because it's okay. This. Gotcha. 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 But honestly, like most of my closet was not designer. Most of my closet was really cheap. Um, fast fashion buys, impulse shopping that I maybe did like as some kind of retail therapy because I had a bad day. <laughs> and so I ended up wearing things that I just thought were trendy and not really things that I felt my best in, you know? So that made for some really not so cute looks. Like if I go back to the beginning of my blog, I'm like, Ugh, you know? <laughs> but through actually blogging helped too, because I have these pictures of the outfits I put together so I can always see like, okay, that did not look very good. Cause you can always see so much better when you see it in a picture mm. <laughs> versus just you looking at yourself in a mirror. I think sometimes it helps you, but, um, I realized that now through the years, I realized when I feel my best is when I'm wearing color because color like really instantly changes mm. my mood. Um, I have to feel comfortable because that's literally like pulling up my pants all night or trying to worry about like, anybody <laughs> is, like not cool. It's not going to be, it's not my best look. But and, hey, I look cute. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And, like, I always love a little boho touch, you know, just like, oh, I, I like a little like flowy, loose kind of feel. Mm. I feel like that's just me. And um, yeah, so that's, that's how we're, that's my current style. But you know what, I'm open to evolving further, too. Hmm. Thank and- you for sharing that and making this a point about, you know, that brand whore. I like that though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, because I'm guilty. Hello. Um, and I also think we need to have a serious conversation though on this whole brand culture overdrive. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're on steroids somehow. Like it's just, you know, but anyways, um, and further into this topic, uh, you wrote a blog post called why I quit fashion blogging. When you when I read that, I was like, "What is she leaving? Is she going to close her account?" Like, no, <laughs> yeah, I away. freaked out too. I swear, I freaked <laughs> out too. I'm like, "Hold up, hold up, let's you know, uh, let's get Zara on the phone." Yeah. Like, what's happening? So I just, I, I was very surprised too, and it, and it was very intriguing. Like, I wanted to. Uh, I'm so glad you wrote your piece. All right, I'll let you. I'll let you get into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well, thank yeah. you. I, I mean, I was trying not to make that like too clickbaity. I wanted my article to be like relevant, but I also <clears throat> wanted it to make a statement because it was a very big turning point kind of in my life. Like, so basically, the blog post um, chronicled my journey from being, you know, a shopping addict who, as a result, was in major debt. Despite making a good income, having zero expenses because my husband was paying all the bills and he bought the groceries, you know, he did everything. So Mm. all my money that I made was literally going towards shopping. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, it was, I, I basically tell you how I broke free from the chains of consumerism, mm-hmm. which I was so in, like, just so in deep that I didn't even realize it. And mm-hmm. I, re- and I'm sharing why I'm so much happier now because of this shift. So, um, just to give you a little background. So like back in 2015, the same year that I met Mariana, <laughs> that was interesting. The year that I, yeah. I mean, that was the year that I learned a lot of dirt about the fashion industry. So any like ethical, sustainable blogger has probably promoting this documentary, the true cost, but I highly, highly recommend it. It is heartbreaking and it mm-hmm. will change your life. Um, I'll have to check it out. And if it doesn't change your life, it will at least move you. But it definitely changed my life. So um, I immediately stopped after that. I mean, uh, basically, it chronicles like it shows you the real life of garment workers um, in Bangladesh and how these, how the system is really set up um, against them. And and mostly the people who are suffering are women, and they are being abused. They're they're working crazy hours they're punished for um you know that men are uh, you know men who are at different levels in the organization are taking advantage of their status it's Mm -hmm. just it's a horrible horrible situation so um so basically right after that I watched that I I stopped shopping fast fashion that was my first step and I began a journey to becoming more of an ethical consumer um Mm -hmm. and as a blogger I stopped working with the brands that I knew used actively used sweatshop labor so like gap ink for one example um i worked on my own shopping habits to really reflect more of the conscious lifestyle i wanted to align myself with um but at that time i wasn't sure i'd be able to keep it up you know i didn't want to be one of those people that was like Mm -hmm. i'm a conscious loss and then i go back to it like the next day so i didn't want to do that so it took me three years to actually like come out and be open about it because i also didn't want to be that that elitist kind of ethical blogger person who's like don't shop here because you know you're bad (laughs) thank you literally like there are a lot of there's a lot of that out there and that doesn't really um take into effect the people who you know don't have other options for shopping or maybe you know where I feel like it's more important to um, take a different approach to shopping than necessarily like just specifically where you're shopping I guess is what what I'm saying so basically going and changing from a blind consumer you know and promoting unethical brands and just constant shopping to being you know more conscious and aware of what I'm doing with my money and with my where am I putting my um where what am I promoting I guess is the Mm -hmm. was the Mm -hmm. the big shift I hope that makes sense (laughs) it does make a lot of sense and it does make a lot of sense and I think um what I I appreciate the most is, um, you know, just how uh, you you took you took your time. I think you know what I mean. Like I, I, I know I know you're you're saying like it took me three, years, but that just shows me um, how much of an internal uh, journey um, this is for you. Just um, you know, on, 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 a, on a very basic, personal, very real level. Like you're you're talking about like the um the the research involved you know mm-hmm. you're talking about like uh sometimes the the finances that are involved and in all in that decision making mm-hmm. um and and it is is a is a very layered um approach to 
to doing this. And the fact that you are online and you are public and, you know, you're thinking about um, your, your followers and, and, you, and, um, and what they're going to think. So mm-hmm. um, I just, I just want to say, like, I respect that, um, you know, a thousand million percent. Uh, thank you, Zara. Yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> yes, please. Let's join her on this path of human environmental goodness. Now, I haven't seen the True Cost film to my surprise <laughs> but i think uh, it's on netflix and netflix great because mm-hmm. netflix and i have been oh, really good friends lately <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's been my buddy um <laughs> but we'll sh- i'll make sure that i put that on my list and check it out um yeah i also believe uh, because around 2000 in 2013 that was around the time that you said 2015 2013 um i believe the rana plaza building collapsed um, yes was a truly devastating, unfortunate event and a turning point for entire fashion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I've noted fashion being interpreted in different, in different ways, conscious fashion, ethical fashion. Uh, and one of the latest has been slow fashion, which, is, which combats fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have mm-hmm. an understanding that you, aside practicing slow living, we're mm-hmm. going to have to bring you back to just have a whole topic on that because I think it's very yeah. important. Uh, but right now, you practice slow fashion. What is it and how do you begin? So uh, slow fashion is basically a mindful approach to consuming fashion. Uh, being aware of the impact that what you are buying has on the world, its people and resources. Uh, I really believe the only way we can change the way these companies behave is by not supporting them with our dollars. I mean, it's that Mm -hmm. simple. Mm -hmm. The easiest way to start slow fashion uh, is shopping less often. I know that's not like a sexy answer, but really like just taking taking it slow, like go on a shopping freeze, just make better use of what you already own you probably if you're living especially if you're living in the west you probably have a closet full of stuff it's true we definitely don't appreciate all the junk we have you know i mean stuff we have we we, we treat it like junk you know um and there's no shame in outfit repeating it we didn't buy a shirt to wear it once and leave it hanging in our closet for oh three thank you for saying this <laughs> thank you for saying this amen you know, like amen we, we post that. it on instagram and then we never wear it again it's like we can't be seen in the same shirt oh no but like <laughs> also like just taking care to maintain those clothes mending them learning these skills that you know, you can keep things and keep things lasting. Don't this throwaway culture, trying to get out, out of that mindset of throwaway culture. Um, so that's the number one is to just shop less. And then next I'd say, when you are shopping, consider secondhand clothing first. I mean, there are so many places you can go source amazing secondhand clothing from, you know, thrift shops, too. There's tons of even online resources if you don't have thrift shops that are near you or whatever, or if it's more convenient to shop online. And there's lots of stuff that's like new with tags because, again, there's so many people that have so much stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I would say if you do want to shop new, the first step, I, like my goal, my thing is just start by just avoiding those huge big, you know, fast fashion chains, those big corporations, because those are usually the worst culprits in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, try to shop local or look for brands that 
do care about their supply chain and their labor force and the environment because they'll tell you because they're probably taking a huge cut out of their profit. Yeah, do you're that. absolutely <laughs> right. They will so, tell you. It'll yeah, be on the label. It'll be on the storefront. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I really just think that uh, if everyone just shifted their mindset a little bit, I mean, and made just small changes, it will make a huge, huge dent in this, mm-hmm. what this fashion industry is doing to the world. Because I think it's like the second or third most polluting industry in the world next to like oil and gas or something. Wow, but wow. Don't quote me, but I think it, it's up there. Wow. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... I think adopting slow fashion for me has really allowed me to learn more about myself, what types of clothing that I do love and wear the most. Um, it also gave me a better understanding of myself and my style. And because nice. I wasn't in full shopping anymore, I plan outfits in advance. I know what I'm going to wear. And I was just like, as a result, overall, less stressed out. And that was the biggest, I think, benefit. I just became more like calm and like, yeah, yeah, just, that then, was the biggest benefit. And that's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, I just learned recently that um, Obama wore the same suit every day. Oh, yeah, what? Wow, <laughs> to work because it took away again the stress and the time to think about what wow. to wear, which is something. Okay. Yeah, so it's something. Yeah, I just learned recently, but it's also something common in the workforce. Um, normally, yes. yeah. So men usually can wear the same suit pants with a different shirt every day, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's fine. So, but there's still there's this pressure on women that you have to yes. look different and you have to wear something new. It's just a lot of pressure that. And the one up, the one up pressure is that I. I've just rejected um, just yeah. completely. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely all for the uh, work woman um, uniform. Yeah. yeah, I've noticed that in your post too, Mariana. <laughs> I have got to say, I, I, was like, I don't care if you see me again. No, it's Monday. No, it's Tuesday today. <laughs> uh-uh. I think it's so, I think it's something we should be so proud about because yes. I do the same thing now. Like if I buy something I love, I wear it and wear it and wear it. And, yes. and that, I mean, you love it. So why aren't you wearing it? Right. Like mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. And why does mm-hmm. men, men, men have it all figured out. We need to allow ourselves to do that because we do need to allow professional men do that. I really Mm -hmm. like that. There's no shame in repeating outfits. Seriously, there isn't. And I also believe this pressure of wearing new outfits every time there's an outing, an event, Mm -hmm. you know, and even in everyday life, like we were discussing, really needs to calm down. Yeah. And, you know, fashion, historically speaking, it wasn't like that all the time. And people survived and did very well. Not Nobody even died. In the last, literally in the last, I think, decade or even two decades, it's shifted so much. Like, do you remember when we were like kids? You didn't. And now it's like they have stores are getting a new, complete new collection every week. Every. Yep. Like yep. clothes are being manufactured on ships while they're being transported. Wow. I mean, it's that Whoa. it's that crazy. It's, it's, that it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then meanwhile, these landfills are getting more than they can even handle yeah, like i true. i just feel like it's just we need a big change like there's definitely there's 
there has to be like a, a breaking point with all this definitely trash and i think like you said it starts with the mindset and it mm-hmm. starts with the individual mindset so yeah. the yeah. more that we as individuals can become mindful of our approach towards fashion and our approach towards consumerism mm-hmm. is that's that's just the beginning of uh um and it'll it'll impact it, it'll make an impact it really will and so believing that it'll make that difference is yeah. and like my my like post about that like I I wanted to mention this earlier but I forgot but um the biggest thing that I got out of it the biggest benefit I got out of this is like I said I was in debt and I was impulse shopping and it was like I was like frazzled and I I was impulse shopping because I was trying to fill some void and I don't know what it was I didn't realize what it was but it was because I, I hadn't fully, I guess, accepted, you know, or understood who I was, which is mm-hmm. why I was like feeling like, oh, I need that shirt. I need that those mm-hmm. shoes. I need to keep up. And, you know, there's no there's no end to that. And that's, that's just so a interesting. Really bad. Yeah, it's just a very negative path to go down for anyone. Mm-hmm. So it will not only leave you in debt, but it'll leave you unhappy. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. So that was the biggest benefit of getting out of that pulling myself out of that was it I just gained so much uh, for myself like calm thanks for sharing that yeah. and that's Thank yeah you. so yes listen up people nothing's gonna happen to you if you wear the same outfit again <laughs> okay maybe maybe you can catch some germs you know um and no seriously historically fashion historically speaking because this just happens um well you can wash it in between yeah the there way. you go seriously, there was like easy that. solution yeah definitely make easy. sure make sure you you wash those thrifties by but yes definitely there's something in the in the in history that if people wore the same things people passed down items um mm-hmm. especially items that were made, were made out of wool um, carried lies so you know there's this there's this hygiene part of it but other, other, thank you for that uh, yeah. tip mariana thank <laughs> other you other than that <laughs> Yeah, because I thrift buy and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to. And there are certain garments that you really put more effort into cleaning just because there's certain parts of our body that exude mm-hmm. certain right. things. So, um, but yeah, other than that, nothing's going to happen to you or us. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I am, I'm on board. Naza, it is true. Mm-hmm. The power into this consumerism is in the consumer. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Naza, it's in the mentality shift. And mm-hmm. like you said, Zara, it's in the power of our dollar, definitely in the power of our dollar. And I strongly mm-hmm. believe that that's one way to level fast fashion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so on this note, ladies, we close our episode. Thank you, Zara, again, for joining and inspiring us to live mindfully of ourselves and our environment. And hope Thank to, you. Yeah, and really hope to see you in New York soon, too. <laughs> I, me too. I'm dying to come to New York. I love New York so yeah. much. Yeah, Maybe we definitely. can plan a trip yes. together. Oh, yes, can we? It's yes. been a whole year. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Zara, for your time and for sharing with us your vision, the reflections, the goals, the inspiration. We are fans of your being, everything that makes you you. Uh, and uh, we, we know it's uh, an all honesty. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> thank you. Um, plus I love the real posts, especially the ones about being a mom, because I can relate (laughs) (laughs) my personal favorite to put this one out there is, um, I think there was a picture, you think you were in your kitchen, you were holding your daughter, um, and you just said the post said something like, keep smiling, (laughs) hold (laughs) posts. I think it was like, 
Popos, keep smiling, and at least one of the 86 picks will turn out good. And I swear to you, I swear to you, when I do that with my uh, my sister's, um, my youngest sister's, the one that doesn't have the kids yet. So uh-huh. she's, um, I'm like, oh, take a picture of me. And she's like, wait, you're not looking. I was like, it's okay. I'm not going to look. I'm just going to continue. Just keep smiling. Just, just keep, keep smiling. And she's like, well, he's not looking. Your daughter's doing this. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just keep, just do the burst. Just hold the button down. So thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your posts. We thank love you. you so much. Love you too, guys. And thank you to our listeners for joining us in, in this vital woman topic, manifesting a deeper purpose in all areas of our lives with our special guest, Zara Zandberg. We hope it was an engaging experience for you as it was for us. Our guest Instagram handle is Zara, Z-A-H-R-A underscore Sandberg, S-A-N-D-B-E-R-G. Of Woman Nature is a podcast of the demurest, a mindful woman culture and conscious fashion blog with rebel hearts for human and world goodness. Till next time. Thank you.